Okay, welcome to the second Church for Life podcast. We're glad you're tuning in, and we hope that this is a blessing to you and helps you in our 21 days of prayer. We started last week by, um, or last podcast, we started by talking about intimacy and what intimacy was and how we could have intimacy with, with God, and we really introduced the whole idea of intimacy. And we really, today, we want to take that uh, maybe to the next step and talk about why intimacy is possible and we want to talk about the second person of the Godhead of the Trinity, which is the Holy Spirit. The text that we have today that we're going to kind of launch this with is John chapter 14. If you've got your Bibles, open them up and uh, you might, might need them during these podcasts. But anyway, the Bible says, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, who the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you. And, and this is a major part of this scripture, all things. I love that. That it's all thing, not yeah. not a. That's the way God operates. He is a God of absolute. So He's going to teach you all things. He's going to bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. So we want to talk about the Holy Spirit today because we all feel like the Holy Spirit maybe is the most misunderstood yeah. person in the Trinity of the Godhead. Agreed. 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 By the way, that's John fourteen twenty six. He didn't say the verse, just in ah. case you were going to look for it. Thank John you, John fourteen. Yeah, fourteen twenty six. Yes. So who, who is the Holy Spirit? When we talk about the Holy Spirit, the Bible says this is the King James calls him the Holy Ghost. And I think even the name sometimes scares people. Scares people <laughs> or confuses yeah. people yeah. about who he is. They make movies about ghosts that are scary. So yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. The go- well, you know, funny enough, uh, in the Bible, there are a couple instances, more than one, where people are literally afraid of Holy Ghost, yeah. uh, when the disciples are in the Bible and it says the, the Holy Ghost is coming over the water. So, I mean, yeah, it, 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 I guess it could be misperce- misconstrued or misperceived as, as something scary. But, yeah, um, you know, first and foremost, you know, if we're going by the, the verse of the day, uh, it calls him the comforter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I think the comforter is kind of a, a very intimate term. I think I think they're talking about somebody who's actually, you know, really deep in relationship with you in your yeah. life um, and somebody who's there for you in times of need some you know times that you need comforting so yeah. that's that's the first one yes I think that um, something you know something that um, as humans we look in friends as those who were there from the beginning and we you know it's nice to look at the Holy Ghost as my day one how people call it you know the fact that the Holy Ghost was there in creation. The fact that He was there since day one. Yeah. yeah. You know that He was been comforting us since before we were even created. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So He's got a specific role. Uh, he is God. Right. The, the fact that I mean He is God. The Bible says uh, talks about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So we know that the Holy Spirit is God. He's all God and. He's an equal part of the Trinity. He's just got a different role. Uh, and, and like Edgar was referring to the book of Genesis, where the Bible says that the Spirit hovered over the waters. He was there at the beginning of creation with Jesus and with the Father. And the Bible says that let's make man in our image. And so I think so. the Holy Spirit was, is, was there. He is God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he, is, he does have a different role than Jesus or the Father. Right. Right. 
I wanted to, I'm trying to find, my, my device isn't working, of course. I wanted to find a different version because I remember that when we were studying this verse, mm -hmm. uh, some of the newer translations had a different word that they used other than comforter. And I'm trying to remember what Helper. it was. Helper. 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 Yeah. Helper. That's yeah, the right yeah. one. Thank you for that because my, yeah. my iPad's not working. But yeah, helper. I mean, I think that's also a really, a really good description of the Holy Spirit. I think, I think... The, the most basic understanding for us that we should have of the Holy Spirit is the, the part of God that is constantly with us in our hearts, in our lives, that's like right. doing the day-to-day -day with us. Like we, you know, we talk, we talk to God the Father um, in prayer, and, and we do that through the, the sacrifice of Jesus. But the one that's, that's with us on the day-to-day -day, day -day things uh, is, is the Holy Spirit. So I think that's the most basic understanding of who that part of God is, right. the, the part of God that is the daily, you know, walking with us through everything. Yep. Yeah, we, we studied a verse in uh, Converge a few weeks ago that was talking about the Holy Spirit and, you know, being your, you know, the Holy Spirit being your helper. Um, but it talked about when we don't have the words to pray, when we don't have the words to say that, you know, he intercedes for us to God and prays on our behalf to God. Um, right. You know Amen. what we can't say and what we can't uh, what we can't um, you know speak at the time because mm -hmm. we don't we don't know what to say in the, in those times and that's a I don't, for me that's a that's a very comforting thing because I don't know what to say all the time you know yeah. I don't know this you know true. some of the prayers that I know I need to pray I don't know exactly how to, to how to speak them and uh, it's it's good to know that there's <clears throat> the Holy Spirit there to do that for me yeah, yeah. it's yeah. actually sorry no good no um I think it's very um, interesting the fact that I think the Bible really emphasizes the Holy Spirit um, to be the comforter to be yeah. the, you know it's not only that verse that he calls him the comforter but uh, I'm reading here in John 14 15 to 31 um, where Jesus you know he's about to go to heaven yeah and he says if you love me keep my commandments and I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter mm -hmm. you know that he may abide with you forever and then we realize you know that's I guess that's probably the first time we hear of a comforter the yeah. you know the spirit and then after that he tells him like what is the role of the Holy Spirit and what, yeah. what is he yeah. to do in our lives he says even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it sees him not or he doesn't see him, neither knows him, but you know him, and he dwells in you, and he shall be in you. So we know that the you know as a comforter, it's more than just what we uh, what we consider as as humans of today. The comforter, you know, yeah. to just oh somebody that's there when we're sick, somebody that's there, yeah. you know. But it's actually somebody that's going to lead us, guide us yeah. through every situation, right. so that we can get through it, even though it may be a hard situation, even though it may be a difficult situation, and we may not see the end results. You know, he's there for that reason, so that he can guide us through those situations. Yeah. That's actually a really good transition to the, to the, our next point. Is like yeah. What what is what does the Holy Spirit do? What is what yeah. is His purpose in we're, our lives? You know, we're talking and, and we're talking about the idea of intimacy for the whole first week mm -hmm, of right. our twenty one days of prayer, and I think that it, uh, the Holy Spirit is is cr it's crucial to that idea of intimacy, right? Because of His role and because of what He does and yeah. because of uh, the fact that He is our Comforter uh, and He lives in us. He's right there, and uh, you know, Jesus is in heaven. With the Father, right? And Jesus said, "Look, I'm sending the, this Comforter to you, and He's going to live 
live in you, yeah. dwell in you, and he's going to guide you into understanding. So uh, I think, I think uh, understanding that he is that he's part of our lives. He's the everyday part of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Helps us with, with intimacy. I, I also think, I mean, in terms of, you know, who he is and, and what he does, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's important to understand God's character first and foremost, because God is, has always been and will always be the same, right? His character has never fluctuated, has never changed. Um, everything that he's done from the beginning is something that comes from a place of love mm-hmm. uh, and, and grace. And his, his whole plan from the get-go was to have us as partners, like people or beings that really related to him on a, yeah. on a level that yeah. not the rest of his creation could. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, part of, I think what's, mis, again, misconstrued, misperceived of the Holy Spirit is like, uh, it, I don't know if you like those old cartoons where you had like a good angel and then yeah, the little yeah. little yeah. demon on your shoulder that's telling you like yeah you should do this or no you shouldn't and a lot of times people have this vision or idea of the Holy Spirit being kind of your conscience and just the only thing that that you know says no 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 but it's like if you really understand God's character you'll understand that the Holy Spirit sometimes tells you things you don't want to hear yeah but everything that that the Holy Spirit is telling you is coming from a place of love from God. Uh, to really steer steer you to a place that is more beneficial to us in the long run in 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 terms of eternity because again you know we think in finite terms here on earth mm-hmm. but god from the very beginning his purpose for us was not to be something temporary here on earth it was to be eternal with him forever mm-hmm. Um, and so the Holy Spirit, I think, you know, what he does, part of that is, yeah, part of that is conviction. Part of mm-hmm. that is the Holy Spirit telling us, hey, Jonathan, but, that's probably not, it's probably not the smartest thing you should do. Or, yeah. hey, you should steer in this direction instead of that, you know. Yeah, but he also, and that's part of what he does. He brings to our memory the things that God says to us. Yeah. Right. You know, we read, you read the word, and, and this is, how many times has this happened where, you know, you read a passage of scripture and, and okay, you read it, you log it in your memory or whatever, and then you are in a situation that you don't like or that you, brings you anxiety. It comes back, and it comes back. Yeah, yeah. right. It's, it's right there, and uh, that's the holy. That's another role of the Holy Spirit yeah. is that that He helps us to remember God's word and God's promises to us. So I, I think that um, I think that when it comes to intimacy in God, you know, the Holy Spirit is like. Number one, because and not yeah, well, number one in the fact that he's the one that's here, you know, yes. yeah. he's the, the one that's day. here. And when you know, a lot of times I feel like as Christians, we really under underestimate the power of the Holy Spirit. Man, I do too. Yeah. You know, a lot of times when when we pray, and this is this is another point of view of of prayer is like when we pray we always pray up we always pray up to to god who's in heaven jesus who's in heaven but sometimes we forget to pray to the holy spirit that's right there next to you he's right there he's right there like brian said he's even teaching us what to pray yeah Yeah. and we have those those anxious moments or those times where we're uncertain we don't know what's going on we don't even know how to ask yeah the right question oh yeah the holy spirit's right there to teach us there's definitely been times where i've been in a place where i was so overwhelmed by the situation that I was just like, God help. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I think in those moments, especially you can feel the spirit really like, like he said in the Bible verse interceding on our behalf, like Mm -hmm. not just, it's not just like 
God help because that's so general, but it's like the specific things. Like he's right there with yeah. you through everything. So right. he knows exactly what's happening in your heart, exactly what's right. bothering you in your mind. And he's taking that up to the Father on your behalf, which yeah. is really, really cool. Even even the really little things. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like sometimes as Christians, we really want to pray to God when something big is happening. Like I don't. There's people who have literally told me before, it's like, some things are not really worth praying for. Some things are too small. Yeah. Like, that's not true. Like, there's been times where I needed to leave my house, and I couldn't. And this happened to me before, where I couldn't. I needed to leave my house somewhere, and I was looking for the the my car keys, right. and I couldn't find yeah. my car keys, and I was like. I don't know what to do. And I called my friend who was there. I was like, hey, did you take my car keys? Or, I was looking for like half an hour, and I finally decided, you know, let me just pray about it. And it's actually funny because I prayed about it, and as I was praying, it's like I saw, like, it was weird. I saw, like, my keys in my jacket in my closet, like, somehow. And I remember, like, I was, like, I got up, and I went I checked my closet, and my keys were there in my jacket. And it was like, wow, like, you know, even small stuff like that, the Holy yeah. Spirit puts in front of us. Yeah. Um, yes. And stuff that we don't even thank him for or that we don't realize mm -hmm. that, that he does. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He does that a whole lot in in student ministry for me. You know, you'll be you'll be talking to kids and they'll bring up some hard, hard questions. Right. <laughs> or so, you know, stuff like that. I don't, know. I don't know how to respond to that right now, <laughs> yeah. you know. But then, then you'll, you know, you'll feel the Holy Spirit tell you, hey, you know, tell them this, or you know, he'll, you know, you have that impression in your heart to tell them a verse, or you know, this, this encouragement or that, or you know, and it's exactly what they need at the time. And yeah. you know, I realize that's the Holy Spirit, you know, guiding me in in telling them what they need to hear. Yeah, yeah. I think also in, in situations where it's not so clear, like yeah. this is a place where you're like somebody specifically asking you a question. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that I've had people come up and tell me like, hey. That one thing that you said that one yeah. day really touched me, and I had no idea. Right, right, right. You know, it's not like they verbally said, "Hey, I, I, I'm, yeah. I have this on my heart." Or sometimes the Holy Spirit directs you to talk to people that you don't even know need to right. hear from you. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. crazy. It is. It really is. I mean, there's so many. The Holy Spirit works in our life daily. In every, if you'll listen, if right. you yeah. will, if if you will, work at listening to the Spirit and responding to Him. There are circumstances or things that will happen in your life every day that he will he'll guide you on yeah who to talk to uh what do i need what do i do about my job god or what do i do about this relationship or or uh you just name any circumstance what do i do about my kids i, I don't know how to what is what how do i discipline my children or you name it the holy spirit will guide you and he'll show you what to do you just have to get to a place where you really listen yeah. yeah, we really open up and Absolutely. and understand that God wants to speak to you and He wants to bring you comfort and He right. He wants to protect you and uh, sometimes we don't let that happen and and, yeah. and we're we we never experience the intimacy that God desires from us right and for us right right well with that uh, let's just take a quick break uh, just maybe two minutes uh, go go get a refill on the coffee we'll be right back and then uh, we'll continue talking about what we can expect from the Holy Spirit and. Uh, how to how to have some some more in, intimacy with him? So we'll be right back. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, welcome back. We uh, got refilled on our coffee, and now we're moving on to our last point: is 
really what, what keeps us from having intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I think sometimes we just don't understand him. Yeah. I think maybe, maybe we're a little afraid of intimacy. Uh, maybe even our experience in our own life with our father or our parents even affects our idea of who God is and how we relate to him and what intimacy is all about. I think, you know, for some people, they view God maybe in the wrong light. They view the spirit in the wrong light. And they forget about the, what the Bible says about who the Spirit is, that yeah. He's our comforter, He's our friend, right. He's, he's ever-present, you know, He's living in us. He's literally interceding on our behalf when we yeah. don't have the right words to and, say to yeah. God. Yeah, so uh, maybe it's the way that we perceive the Spirit, and I mm -hmm. think uh, maybe even our own life, mm -hmm. pace of life. We talked about that a little bit last week. Right, even. yeah. So, right. Yeah, and then I think we also, on the last podcast, we, we discussed a little bit about, um, you know, really not being percep perceptive or receptive to God speaking to us. And, I, and I, I, think, I think the most direct way God speaks to us is through the Holy Spirit. So, I mean, that definitely applies to sure. what keeps us from hearing him. I think, yeah. number one, we're not, we're not used to what his voice sounds like. That's the first thing. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, whenever... Whenever I, I can be a mile away and I can hear Brian talk and I automatically know it's Brian because I've been around him so much that his voice is very familiar to me, right? Yes. So it's the same exact way with God and the Holy Spirit. If we spend time with the Holy yeah. Spirit, if we spend time with God, we can recognize his voice through the noise. Sure. If, if we don't spend time, then obviously it's just like any other voice we hear yeah. anywhere, right? So yeah. getting lost in translation, I think, is the biggest the biggest thing that kind of keeps us from right. from hearing the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things I struggle with is the the time, you know, investing the time in my relationship, you know, with God, with the Holy Spirit, and uh, you know, not hearing His voice all the time. Not because I'm not listening, but because I don't recognize it because I'm not spending the time and putting the effort into that relationship like I need. Right. Um, you know, to be able to hear Him cl clearly all the time. Right. Um, that's something I think you know probably everybody struggles with it at times. Um, I know, I, I know early in, in my walk with God, it, that's something I really, really struggled with right. was putting time and effort into that, that relationship. Yeah. yeah. I think it, I mean, I, it's naturally, I think it's naturally difficult to yeah. spend time with a being that we can't see, right? Like we, right. we don't, oh yeah, absolutely. We don't have, we don't have that physical touch with, with God or the Holy Spirit. So it's, it's hard for us to say, you know what? I am going to spend time, right. you know, investing into this relationship when you don't, right. you don't have that physical interaction. So that, that's why it does take faith. I mean, that's why yeah. faith is so mm. important. It is. I think you, you start recognize. it's easier to start recognizing that. You know, like you said, you don't have that physical touch. But when you, when you start recognizing what God is doing, what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life, uh, you know, day in and day out, it's a lot easier to uh, remember to spend that time because because you see the works that he's doing. You, right. It's it's almost like a physical touch right. when you're when you can see what he's doing. You can see the lives that he's changing. You can see how he's changing your life right. and using you in certain ways. Um, it's a lot easier to to spend that time into uh, you know put effort into it. The proof yeah. strengthens yeah. our faith. Absolutely, for sure. I yeah, think, I think that um, I think the biggest thing because I feel like. Everything that we've said, it's the outcome of things that stop that stop us from mm -hmm. connecting with the Holy Spirit. I feel like what really the biggest factor that prevents us from connecting with the Holy Spirit, I mean, it's ourselves. And, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and 
good things. I think that, um, you know, if you look at everything from the way that we're built as humans, you know, we are told from the beginning of of, of our lives, you grow up, you go to school, you go to school so you can get into middle school so you can get into good high school, you go to high school so you can get good grades so you can go to college, you go to a good college so that you may have a good career. So it's like when once you have that good career, you're making good money, you have a good healthy family. Mm. It's hard to realize why sometimes we need God, right? You know why sometimes we need the Holy Spirit. Yeah, the good life, right? And, I mean, yeah, we're, I mean, we're living the good life, yeah, but not the great life, right? And and and. I think that as a Christian, we need to understand that sometimes yeah. we need to let go of good things mm. so that God can give us better things. That's tough. And that's and that's and that's a fact. It's, Real. It's a fact. Facts. 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 You know. <laughs> also, and I think you may. I think you hit on something, Edgar. That the probably the biggest reason yeah. that we don't right. hear the Spirit yeah. is is us. Yeah. But uh, the the week because you guys are listening to this in August, but we actually recorded this in May. First week of June. Yeah, June, yeah. And so uh, this happened to me on the Sunday before we recorded this. Yeah. And I shared it with you uh, Sunday morning after church is that probably one of the biggest spiritual battles that I have had in a a long time happened that Sunday morning before I got up to speak. I, I mean, it was... I couldn't tell you how really, really difficult it was for me to hear what God was saying, to be, to get ready to get up to speak to you guys, because the enemy was just bombarding me with, with junk, Mm -hmm. with junk, and um, so during the worship service, I spent most of the worship service in prayer, just praying. And the Holy Spirit broke, he broke through that. And I could hear his voice. But, but there was a competing voice. Mm-hmm. There was the, the, the enemy. There is, a, and I, I want to say this to you guys because it is us, but then there's also the spiritual warfare. Yeah. There is a spiritual battle that's going on. Yep. And the devil, the Bible says that when he speaks, he lies, and that that is his native language. Right, yeah. And one of the ways that he will keep us from hearing the Holy Spirit uh, is lie to us, and he speaks to us. And so you have to be uh, be intimate, and you have to be in tune with the voice of God. You have to know by experience what the Holy Spirit sounds like so that when the enemy lies, you can rebuke that, and you can say, you know what? I choose to listen to the Spirit today. I'm going to listen to God today. And you ask for his help. And whenever the Bible says that he's a comforter, I'm telling you that Sunday that this happened to me before I got up to speak, the peace of God filled me Amen. before I got yeah. to the Amen. pulpit. And that is, um, that's, that's something that I think, but we would love for y'all to get out of this, is yeah. that, you know, the, the peace of God that passes understanding, that is beyond understanding, uh, happens whenever we dial in, we tune in and listen to the spirit and not those competing voices, mm-hmm. and I think, I think that leads to real. Yeah. I think it leads mm-hmm. to real intimacy because, uh, man, God has so many. God has so many great things that He wants us to know, for sure, facts, and to hear from Him, to experience, for sure. And uh, we don't, uh, we don't uh, focus on feelings. I mean, it's 
But we are emotional creatures. God didn't yeah. make us, yeah. um, you know. In his image for a reason. It, oh, my God. God is emotional. Exactly. Right? Let us not forget. Yeah. There's times where and, God is uh, angry. There's times where God is sad. Yeah. He has emotions yeah. as well. And, and so know that those emotions aren't bad. And if the Spirit right. is speaking to you and yeah. there's something going on, you, you give your attention and, and uh, uh, faith to God right there. And, and, I, and, and I guess what happened to me Sunday was... I've experienced this before. Yeah. You know, I know that the Spirit, and by faith, I said, okay, it's going to be okay, and I know that you've got me here to do this. And just God, man, just strengthened me and gave me faith and yeah. filled me that time. So, yeah. it's, it's actually, yeah. it's, it's incredible how, how much or how real that spiritual battle is. Yeah. I mean, I, bye guys. <laughs> I, uh, I actually that same that same day, yeah. As as Pastor Keith was telling me that I I told him that literally the night before I had a, my own spiritual battle and I, I literally I had a dream and it woke me up and I was I had to start praying because I mean it's just it's just it's just guys the the whole the whole concept of that the war going on for mm-hmm. our souls and for our hearts that's. That's real, and that's yeah. that's the whole reason we're doing this 21 days of prayer is for you guys to really be able to reconnect and recharge. And for some of you guys, maybe you guys have never really had that connection with God, so we want you guys to experience that for yeah. the first time. But for those of you who have, it's so easy for us to have all the noise that's around us, the spiritual battle that's happening, the, the great deceiver coming into our ears and telling us things that, that are lies to keep us away from God. And all the while, the Holy Spirit is just right there, just right tugging there. at us, just yeah. like, "Hey, come back, come back, come back." This is, you know, we I have something better for you, and and all we really need to do is try to focus on Him, try to focus on His voice, and try to just be receptive so that we can let the Spirit do what He does best, which is yeah. Yeah. comfort and yeah. heal, yeah. and and really be there for us on the day to day. So, the question that that we need to ask ourselves is, you know, because we said. Um, that one of the biggest, you know, things that hold us back from communion with the Holy Spirit is ourselves. Uh, so the question is, what do we do? Yeah. You know, and the fact is that we have to be able to deny ourselves. Mm. We have to be able to, and and I, I'm, it's it's different. Deny yourself and being in denial is two different things. <laughs> you know, just putting that out there. But the fact that you deny yourself to to be able to take on the Holy Spirit and the life that God has for you. Because what happens is a lot of people come to church, a lot of Christians come to church, and they just want to take, 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 but they don't want to give, they don't want to give what they have. And Mm. we have to be able to deny ourselves and all the things that we bring, all the baggage that we have, and just say, I'm going to be completely naked uh, in front of God, Mm. completely vulnerable in front of God, and say, God, Give me your best shot. Just throw everything at me and let your presence be my clothes. Mm. You know, let your presence fill me and let and let your presence be everything about me. That that anything that everything in my life is just secondary, is just back there. But I'm filled with your Holy Spirit. Love it. Because if we have all the things that we get every day in life in us, you know, if we fill ourselves with that, how how do we expect God to to, to fill us, mm. you know, and yep. it's and it's not a quantity uh, talk. It's more of a, you know, we can only be, be we can only be filled up so much, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. kinda, you know. So we we don't want to give God 
a little bit or half of the cup. We want to give him the whole thing. Yeah. So I think that's the challenge. That the biggest challenge as a Christian yeah. is to deny everything that we have, deny who we are, and take up what God has mm -hmm. for us with the presence, the the spirit, and even the struggles that God uh, ha allow us allow us to have in our lives yeah. every day. Yeah. You know, and that's what's going to you know when we talk about marriages, friendships, um, relationships, everything. We just think that it's it's the good things that are going to tie us together. Mm -hmm. But in reality, you know, you may be tied together. But the fights, the struggles, the 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 bad situations in those friendships and relationships is what's really gonna what's gonna seal. So when God throws these things at us, you know, um, when when the Holy Spirit allows us to go through these situations and we allow Him to take us through them, mm -hmm. you know, we seal that relationship and we get to know Him. We get to know not only not only who He is, but what He wants. In yeah. our lives. Mm -hmm. So then, when when you talk about when we talk about his voice, hearing his voice, and and we don't the situations where we don't understand. Uh, I don't know if this is God talking to me. I don't know if this is, you know, whoever whoever's talking to me. But there's when you have that seal with him, you know, after you deny yourself that, after you went through those struggles with the Holy Spirit, you're gonna know what he wants from mm -hmm. you. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's. The fact of the matter is just that we have to let go of everything yeah. and take on what that's, God has. It's very tough. Yeah, and tough. to go off of that, my favorite, like my favorite verse of all time in the Bible is Second Corinthians twelve nine, and it's, you know, Paul's basically saying that I'm going to be grateful in the times, the hard times, yeah. like the struggles when I'm weakest at my weakest. That's where God, your strength is like shown in all of its glory. It's made perfect, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's what it says, and and I love that because. There, our nature as human beings is to be selfish, is yeah. to think of ourselves and to worry about ourselves. And we're taught growing up, you know, pick yourself up by the bootstraps, do your thing, like work hard. But at the end of the day, God wants us to surrender to his Holy Spirit, to just let everything go yeah. and let him do his thing. Yeah. And when we learn to do that, and like like Edgar was saying, that in, in those moments where, you know, we're like, God... Sometimes God allows for bad things to happen in our lives. In those moments, mm -hmm. I think part of the reason those happen is because we need that to, like, bring us back to a point where we're vulnerable and, like, hey, yeah. God, we need you. We need your help. Yeah. It's a yeah. reminder that we need to have God in our lives. So. Yeah. And I think something... Edgar hit on something pretty pretty key, I think, in being and having that intimacy with, with God and right. with the Holy Spirit is, um, you know, trusting him to carry us through those things. Uh, you know, trust is a is a huge thing and a huge issue for a lot of people. And I think when when you're at a point where you trust God to carry you through those things, that's when you can really be uh, intimate. Because you can't be intimate with some with God unless Very you trust true. God. Very right? true. Unless you right. trust Him to, to take you through the difficult situations. Right. You can't be intimate uh, with anyone unless right. you trust Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So bouncing off. Yeah. No. Maybe yeah. we could maybe wrap it up by saying this yeah. uh, for you guys this week. Um, we're going to send out another podcast in a couple of days. But for you guys this week, why don't you try this? Why don't you try to start saying no to the wrong voice? Yeah. Mm. No to the wrong voice and yes to God's voice, mm. yeah. which is the Holy Spirit. Wouldn't that be a maybe a practical way for us to uh, go draw closer to God? Mm -hmm. Just to start saying yes to Absolutely. the Holy Spirit when he speaks? Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. uh, that's a scary thing for some people. Yeah. Scary thing whenever God starts speaking to you. But say yes to him. 
and I think you'll be in tune to what he has to say to you. Right. And uh, I think that will grow our intimacy with God. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you guys again for joining us. We will see you guys or hear you guys, talk to you guys in, in, in a couple of days. Yeah. Hope 21 Days is, uh, is working for you, and I hope that you are uh, pouring yourself into this time of, of growing and becoming more intimate with God. See you guys. Thank you.